0: I am going to speak lots of truth over you this morning, okay? about who you are, about what you are. And your mind might well fight that truth, but the way to get your mind to agree to it is to vocalize it and go, yes, I agree. Thank you. It don't matter that you don't feel it. It don't matter that you've got 10 voices in your head telling you it's not true. When your spirit picks it up and goes, yes. When you go, yes, with your voice, when you go, thank you, Jesus, your mind catches up. So if you're, some of you might be in that place where you've just got to go, okay, yeah, 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 that's okay. You do that because wherever you're at, God wants to take you to somewhere new. So let's read these words anyway. For as many of you, maybe not, let's try again. As many of you, you can do it. As many of you are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealing us, for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. Okay, now it's really interesting that sometimes in those verses it talks about children, sometimes it talks about sons, and that's a really important distinction that we're going to get on. But I just want to go through this line by line, okay? So, first of all, for as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God so the sons of God are those who are led by the spirit of God, that's why I'm going on all the time about the need for you to connect in spirit because the sons of God are led by the spirit of God so who we are led by determines whether we're children or sons see you're all kids, you're all children of God he loves you passionately, without a doubt you are all his kids that is without question but then we've got to grow up to be sons because sons enjoy the fullness of what it means to be a kid. Sons know they're a child. Sons know they belong. Sons know they have a home. And when I say sons, I mean daughters as well. We're all included. But we've got to grow up in this thing. But here's the thing: we've got to ask ourselves, who is leading us? Who is actually guiding us? Are we actually been led by the Spirit of God, or are we being led by something other? And I don't just mean when you come here on a Sunday morning, although that's a great place to stay I mean every single moment of every single day. Whom are you looking to for insight and wisdom? When you look back at the decisions you've made over this last 12 months, do you know, yes, I sought out spirit and I got led by spirit of God and that caused wonderful things to happen? Because if wonderful things did not happen, you were probably not led by the spirit of God. That do not mean to say it wasn't tough I it wasn't difficult. But Spirit always leads you into good things, often through difficulties, because it's suffering into glory, as we'll see in a minute. But perhaps you have been used to being led by others, the media, by family, by friends. Perhaps you haven't been led anywhere, because you've chosen not to move anywhere. But listen, if you actually want everything that God's got, you have got to learn and move in the Spirit and move by the Spirit and be led by the Spirit all the time all the time listen you did not receive the spirit of bondage again for you but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out Abba Father so if you said yes to Jesus you have received the spirit of adoption that means this you are not an orphan you are not alone you are not abandoned you have a mum and a dad in God and you are not unloved or uncared for that's the truth of it Okay, I'm glad seven of you agree. That's wonderful. Some of you are doing well. You have been chosen and adopted by that to be a part of his family. That's the truth. Not everything else is a lie. Everything else. The only truth is that you belong to him as his adopted child, and he loves you a bit. In fact, when we think of adopted, we think, oh, well, that's that's somebody else who somebody got because somebody else didn't want or couldn't cope with. No, but you were founded in him before the creation of the world. He wanted you all along. Every single one of you, he wanted all along. Fascinates me because everybody gets the same spirit of adoption inside of them. I did not get more than you. You got exactly the same as me. The difference is I used it and agreed with it. And now I know. I just know. And it's wonderful. And you enjoy me knowing, but you're meant to know it as well. The question is not whether you were adopted, it's whether you're gonna fight it or embrace it. That's the only question. Are you gonna fight it or are you gonna embrace it? Are you gonna embrace that truth that you are as adopted as one of God's kids or are you gonna continually fight it, telling God and anybody else why it can't be true, it can't work, why your past is so terrible or it's not possible? You have received the spirit of adoption which means you can cry out to our Father. But listen, how often have we cried out to our Father? And now, often we've cried out to anybody and anything else. But, but you, you can cry out to him, to daddy, to Abba Father. You notice as well, this, this, this spirit of adoption is not a spirit of bondage to fear, it's the exact opposite of that. The exact opposite. I love how the Passion Translation writes this. You did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough, but you have received the spirit of full acceptance. You have received, you've already got it, the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. Oh, look, enfold it in. And you will never feel orphaned. Okay, unless you don't embrace it. Unless you choose to fight it and disagree with it and say it's not true and it can't be true and it's not for you. Okay, well you might well feel that then. But if you actually embrace it, you can know the unfolding love of his. For as he rises up within, as our spirits join with him in saying the words of tender affection, Beloved Father, you did not receive anything from Jesus that led you into fear of not being good enough but you have received the spirit of full acceptance enfolding you in the family of God. So it's not something you've got to wait for or ask for. It's just something you've got to say, thank you, Jesus. You are enfolded in the family of God. Thank you, Jesus. Here's the thing, you see, it, it's not meant to be words on a page or words on a fridge magnet. It's not meant to be that. It's meant to be something. It's all right, let's stick it on a fridge. Oh, well, wonderful. It's meant to be part of you. You're meant to walk down the street, and people are meant to look at you and go, that is a Bible verse right there walking, talking, breathing,
1: eating. Thank you, Lord. You see, I know. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. For my spirit so to cries out yes. Over the sons of the earth. Thank you, Lord. My spirit poured out on all flesh. On everybody, thank you, Lord. My spirit flows out thank you, Lord. Over the hearts of all men. My spirit poured out on all flesh. I just hear him saying it all the time as Adam speaking, that his spirit's poured out over the sons of the earth. Spirit's poured out on all flesh. All flesh. Are you all flesh? Are you all flesh? You are all, all flesh. So Father, we just receive, we are led by your spirit, Lord. We are filled by your spirit, Lord. We just want to keep there, Father, just there, right there, Lord. And we say, yes, Father, 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 come on. I'm not just fighting for me, I'm fighting for you.
0: I'm fighting for you right now. I'm crying out for you right now.
1: Come on. Oh, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you Father. We just receive Lord. We receive Father in our spirit Lord. As we hear the truth Lord we say yes to it Lord and we receive in our spirit Father. We just thank you Father. We're right there Lord. We're right there Father. Thank you Father. Yeah there's those verses in John uh, where the angel stirs the water of the pool and the first in is healed and some some of you are sat on the side and the spirit is stirring the water and you just need to get off the side of the pool and get in and let the spirit wash over you and bring that healing that is needed you keep waiting you see the movement of the spirit you hear it your heart resonates with it but yet within you there is a stubbornness that just keeps you sat on the side of the pool. Well, the healing is available for you today.
0: The restoration is
1: available for you today. Just get in that
0: water. <laughs> Romans eight and verse sixteen the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. There you go. The spirit bears witness to your spirit that you are a child of God. It don't bear witness to your mind. It don't bear witness to your emotions. It don't bear witness to your past. It bears witness to your spirit. It don't bear witness to all the crap you've gone through. It bears witness to your spirit that's in you right now. That's what it bears witness to. So you've got to put all that behind you and go, okay, Jesus, mate, right right now your spirit is having a party on the inside. It loves this stuff. It loves it. There's party poppers going off. There's blooms everywhere, honestly. There's food. There's drink flowing in your spirit. Honestly, it's a feast going on in your spirit right now. Oh, it's having a fantastic time. You've just got to go, yes, I'm going to enjoy that pie. Thank you, Father. You see, your mind right now, your mind is whispering the opposite. Your mind's telling you that you're not good enough, that your past means you're not loved, that you are an orphan, that everything I'm saying is nonsense, but your spirit's having a pie. But that's exactly why we have to choose who we are led by. That's why we've got to decide what we're going to do. That's what we've got to decide. You see, listen, in Mark 5, we read of a man who was living in the tombs, constantly hurting himself and so violently not even chains could hold him in a terrible, terrible state. If that was today, he would, he would be uh, forced to be in, a, in a, a mental health hospital, probably locked in a room. But this man in that state, in that terrible state, manages to run to Jesus, fall at his knees, and he says, he just throws himself at the feet of Jesus. Well, you can do that. If he could do it, you can do it. If a man that racked with emotional and mental trauma and pain could run to Jesus, you can do it. I'll think about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, he's going, no, I want to see Jesus. I'm going to climb a tree. I'm going to risk ridicule of everybody that's there because they know I have stolen from them. I've, 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 I've colluded with the enemy. He gets up a tree. What about the woman? with the issue of blood everybody that she touches she makes unclean but she's like no I'm bursting through I don't care she made the whole community unclean because she wanted to get to Jesus oh I see some of you are getting it this is fantastic thank you Lord oh Jesus you see, your spirit's having a prayer. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider, oh, we've got to hear this. I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us okay so first of all you're not only a kid you're not only a son and a daughter you're an heir and a co-heir with Christ you are seated in the heavenly realms with Christ Jesus and everything that is Christ is yours but listen it comes with a condition because it says if indeed we suffer with him well we don't like to talk about that bit very much do we we want to talk about glory and Jesus and being glorified but listen this is how Jesus Jesus defined glory in two ways first of all at the tomb of Lazarus. Lazarus had been dead three days. Jesus eventually turned up and he said, listen, you will see the glory of God. And then he called Lazarus out from the tomb. And Lazarus came out. He was resurrected from the dead. And he went, behold, the glory of God. The glory of God is when things that were dead, that stunk of death, come alive again. That's what it means to see the glory of God. When things that were dead, when things that you thought could never, ever be resurrected, come out of the tomb, that right there is the glory of God. But you've got to suffer a little bit first. And the suffering is this. You've got to look at it and say, yes, that stinks and it's awful and it's horrible. But God, I give it to you and I don't want it any longer. And when you do that, you get free. That's how it works. That's the suffering right there. You're gonna look at that pain. And it's horrible and it's awful. And you've run away from it forever. And you don't wanna look at it, you don't wanna see it, but you know what, right there is the glory of God. Cause when you look at it and you go, no, that was me, but it's not me any longer cause I am a co heir with Christ. Then you get a breakthrough. Then something wonderful happens. I don't understand why so many people are so obsessed with talking about their suffering instead of talking about the glory of God that's been released into their life. Anything that's good is the glory of God in your life. Anything that's good. I don't understand why anybody wants to stay in their suffering rather than move through it to experience the glory of God. Because I tell you, that glory that gets revealed in you, this is not some afterlife thing, this is right now. Anything you see in anybody that represents Jesus, that's the glory of God. And living in that place of glory is fantastic because you don't have to fight with all the stuff that goes on in your mind. You don't fight it anymore. You don't need to because it's not there, because it's gone, because it's died and dealt with and taken away. So listen, I don't know about you, but I want to be like, I actually do want to be like Jesus. I actually do want the glory of God to shine through me more and more because when that happens, I and everybody around me experiences the best possible life on earth. I want to be a great dad. I want to be a great everything. And the best way to do that is to go, God, this is all the stuff that stops your glory shining out and it can get out of me because I want the glory of God in me. So listen, I embrace the struggle. I embrace the fight. I embrace it because I know it's going to bring about more glory. I was thanking him the other day, it went a bit quiet on the prayer meeting when I did this, but I was thanking him the other day for the battle, for the fire. I was thanking him, but why? Because if you want to find a diamond, you've got to dig through some crap. You don't find anybody who's hunting for a diamond, oh, I've got to dig through this dirt. They're just going, to am finding a diamond. I'm after this diamond. And if that means I've got to dig through some rubbish, I'm looking for the diamond, I want to talk about the diamond. Why are we talking about the dirt we're shoveling? What about the diamonds? Listen, the other way Jesus describes glory is this. Oh, the neck. John 17, 22. I'll pause for a breath. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. Okay, this is Jesus talking. And he's praying to the Father. And he says, I have given them, that's you, the glory that the Father gave me. So the glory that the Father gave Jesus, Jesus has passed on to you. Now, one of the words for glory, one of the explanations of it, of the Greek, is this. A good opinion concerning someone resulting in praise, honor, and glory. In other words, Jesus right here says that what father thinks about Jesus, Jesus passed on to you. Which means what father thinks about Jesus, father thinks about you. That's the other way about glory. So Jesus goes, Lord, what father thinks, what father thinks about Jesus, he thinks about you. That's what it means to know the glory of God. He thinks that about you. That's what Father thinks. Thank you, Lord. He loves you just like he loves Jesus. Can you imagine that? He loves you just like he loves Jesus. When he looks at you and looks at Jesus, he doesn't think two different things. His opinion of you and Jesus is the same. That's what it means that Jesus died on a cross for you and you were a co heir with Christ. And that you exalted to the heavenly realms. That's what it looks like. Imagine if you knew with all your being that Father thinks the same of you as he does about Jesus. Wouldn't that be life transforming? Okay, yeah, but it's possible. It's possible to move in that direction. It's possible to know more and more that that is what Father thinks. You know, I know Father thinks I'm awesome. Not because of anything I've done, but because of what Jesus did. Because Jesus is awesome father thinks I'm wonderful and fantastic he sings over me, delights over me, rejoices over me do I get everything right? not by a flipping long stretch but that don't matter, that's why Jesus died Amen. of course in order to get there there is a, a form of suffering you have to go through this form of suffering is giving up your own opinion of you and other people's opinion of you and accepting father's opinion of you that's the other choice Who, whose opinion are you going to agree with? your opinion, all the people that have said things about you, people that have said, spoken things over you, the thoughts you believed about yourself, are you going to believe the fact that Father thinks you just like he does of Jesus? That's the other suffering you've got to go through, you see. It means being honest about in the ways your past has shaped you and molded you. It means admitting to yourself the pain of the past and choosing not to allow it to form your future, but choosing to allow the Spirit of God to heal you and transform you. It's a form of suffering, but it's the only form of suffering that I'm going to embrace because it brings about glory. It brings about incredible glory. Incredible glory. As I choose to give up my opinion about me and anybody else's negative opinion about me and choose to agree with Father's opinion, I start walking in my inheritance as a son. And then, then I can be revealed. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. You know, there is going to be an apocalypse, but it's not the apocalypse you think there's going to be. Because the word apople- apocalypse in the Bible means revealing. It's that word right there, revealing apocalypto. In the Bible, it means to be revealed. We, we've learned apocalypse to mean the end of the world. Listen, the only apocalypse that's going to happen on this earth is the revealing of the sons of God. That's a true biblical epo- apocalypse. Blah, blah, blah. One of them. That's a true biblical apocalypse but it's the only one that's going to happen the sons of God are going to get revealed the question is are you ready to be revealed are you ready to be revealed and if not what are you going to do about getting there so you can be because the world needs some sons of God to be revealed don't it and it doesn't seem to be getting much better from my point of view it doesn't seem to be improving from everything I'm watching and seeing the sons of God, they're the ones that can improve it they're the ones that can change it they're the ones that can make a difference and this house, the whole purpose of this house is to train sons of God to be revealed that is the point of this house role and listen if you you think "Oh, maybe I'm not ready yet, well you might have to get ready because it might happen anyway you might have to get ready But listen if you're going to be ready you're going to have to know that you are going to you are increasingly led by the spirit more than your emotions or your fears you're going to have to increasingly know that you can stand tall knowing that you're accepted in the beloved and your adoption into the family of god is signed sealed and delivered you're going to have to increasingly embrace the suffering so you can experience his glory but listen the earnest expectation of creation eagerly awaits the revealing of the sons of god
1: Thank you, Lord. Just stay uh, there. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for.